and welcome back to another episode of God in Therapy with your favorite therapist, Tara Body, and my special guest tonight, my friend, Rebecca Taylor. Hi, everyone. How are you tonight? So Rebecca's going, she's here tonight because if you watched last week's episode, we had Josh here uh, to give us the male's perspective on this Christian dating atmosphere out here that Josh said was, what did he say, ghetto? I do agree with that. Yeah. <laughs> and, and Josh kind of lit up. I mean, he just set all the women on fire, like took a match and boom. So I said, let me go get my single friend, Rebecca, so she can respond and give the females this perspective and, and give her side. Okay. So we're going to pray. We're going to pray first. <laughs> Rebecca, can you, Bex, I'm going to call her Bex because that's my friend. Bex, can you like give us the prayers? Let's just go ahead and pray. All right, dear Heavenly Father, we just come before you thanking you for the opportunity for this podcast and just pray, Lord, that as we discuss singleness and discuss it from the woman's perspective, Lord God, that it's not from my perspective at all, Lord God, but what it is that you would want for single women to know from this. Yes, so you Lord. just lead us in the way that we should go in this whole process. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Um, and, and I thank you for that prayer because at the end of the day, we're talking to Christians and Christians do have a playbook for how this thing is supposed to go. And so last week, again, Josh came in with the male Christian perspective. He's a minister. He says, I'm out here dating. I'm still trying to find my good thing. He said, there are good men out here that want to lead their families, that are successful, that know all the things. He said, but they are running into women that do not know what they want. So now I said, let me go find one of my friends that do know <laughs> what she wants. And who is also, you know, setting yourself up for a family, making sure you have all your ducks in a row, making sure your finances are right. Because Josh told us, he said, women need to be healed. They mm -hmm. need to be available. They need to have everything that they're asking for. So as someone that I personally know that you have done the work to make sure that God is the head of your life, you have done the work to make sure that you are a good thing and you are looking for a man to build with and partner with. What are you running <laughs> into? What is the problem? Well, for one, not Josh. Uh, right, you ain't running into Josh. You ain't not, running into Josh. No. A lot of what he said, I can honestly say I agree with. Um, there are a lot of women out there that have not healed from their traumas mm -hmm. and things of that nature, but I feel that the same thing can be said about men. Right. Um, and it is a lot harder, I think, especially when you are you have that relationship with God and you're trying to like stay within the playbook as right. you like coined it. It's very hard to do because, you know, first off, the woman is supposed to be like in that submissive position. Right. And, you know, like submitting herself to her husband. And sometimes I feel like it's just hard to even see who's worth submitting to. Because right. they're not really submitting to God. Like, Let's talk about that. Because I think a lot of men think women are afraid to submit. Right. We are not. No. We are, we are not, not at all. afraid to submit. Like we submit to our bosses at work. We submit to people all the time. We've submitted to our parents when we're young. Oh, yeah. I think we're more trained to submit than anybody. Than anyone. So we don't have an issue with submitting. No. But I think men don't understand. You're asking me to build myself up, hand all that stuff over to you right. and say, now you're in charge, but I don't know who's in charge of you. Exactly that. Is, is that like, exactly I don't know, that. you're asking me to risk my life. Mm -hmm. We go to school, 
We right. build things up. We do yeah. all the things. Mm-hmm. And now I'm meant to hand that over. How right. to, and, and yes, exactly. And I actually, I came off a of bachelorette weekend. So there have been a lot of single women <laughs> Christians do go to bachelorette yes, parties. No. Um, <laughs> but there were a lot of conversations this past weekend that mm. were had. And one of the things that I realized, because it's my um, brother that's getting married. So right. I was with her friends. And I was talking to like her friends a lot about like singleness and things of that nature. And one of the things that we brought up and I just said, like, it is, it's hard to find those quality people. I mean, I know they exist because I have two great brothers, like my father, like my parents have been together for over 38 years at this point. So I know it's out there. All of my friends, you all have been married for a very long time. Mm -hmm. Like, so I have, I know it's out there. Right. It's just, it's ghetto like (laughs) and you're not willing to settle I'm not and I refuse to settle and I'm it's not to say I have not dated um it's not to say I haven't tried to see if there was something out there but I refuse to settle like I I know it's out there and I just don't believe that God would give me less than his best Mm. and you do have that other those other examples of marriages good ones yes so you already have a vision Mm -hmm. for what you want your marriage to look like and so when you're dating men you're not seeing I am not seeing that no not at all and a lot of it I will say would be and I one of the points that kind of stuck with me from the last week's podcast was that a lot of um women like aren't healed and things of that nature Mm -hmm. and like I said earlier I I think the same can be said about men but Mm -hmm. I have and I'm I'm, I don't want to come from a male perspective you all got that but from the woman's perspective like I know I've done the work Mm -hmm. and I just have not been able to encounter the men that have also done the work and it could be my profession as well um well I mean talk about that like it's just the men that you're saying that you're surrounded by surrounded by like maybe it's that like professionals i I was here with y'all last week i'd have been like josh where y'all hanging out then right (laughs) where y'all at yeah a lot (laughs) you do you're sociable you're (laughs) out there but like you said a lot of the men aren't healed because let's be honest all the self-help books the women Mm -hmm. are buying them yes all the conferences, the women are going to them. Um, going to one in two weeks. Um, let's talk about who's going to counseling. Women. Um, <laughs> even when there's marriage counseling between men and women, the women are dragging the men. Right. So men, you know, they there's a healing process that a lot of them are not going through, but they expect the women, you feel like, right. to deal with their traumas, exactly to accept that. them where they are, mm-hmm. which is fine. I don't mind meeting you where you are, right. but is there a process for your growth? Right. Do you plan on growing, mm-hmm. coming out of those things, getting healed? I think that's the miscommunication sometimes when men say, I want a woman that want me for where I am and how I am and right. love me. She, she is... She's going to love you like you are, but (laughs) I don't think a lot of them understand our role as helpmate. And I will also say, like, it did take some learning for me for that point. And a lot of the conversations that we have had Mm -hmm. about that and just, like, really meeting them where they are, especially if they have that relationship with God. Right. Like, if they are able to take care of themselves, those are kind of just some of my non-negotiables. Right. But if, like... 
if they aren't doing those things, then it's just like, what do I have to hold on to? Because what's your guarantee that he's going to work on it? If he does not have God in his life Mm -hmm. and you don't see the motivation for growth and and character development and spiritual development, there is no guarantee he's going to come out of those habits that he's saying, give me time to work on. Mm -hmm. So that, that, that's a chore. And I don't think men truly understand that is not that women don't want to submit, but imagine somebody telling you after you have built everything you have and says now come follow me and now i'm in charge i'm the head and you're just gonna have to trust i'm gonna lead us correctly right that's scary because the men are scared saying i'm gonna marry these women who are not gonna love me treat me right then divorce me and take half my stuff we both are taking a risk like a huge risk we're taking a risk (laughs) as a married woman I did come in with a lot of things, you know, having myself together in a lot of ways, going to school, getting everything. But when I got married, I did have to constantly submit to, Mm -hmm. does this work for him? Because he's main provider. I got to make sure I can't tell him what to do because I'm told not to do that. He's the head. But at the same time, I'm like, sir, (laughs) this is my life too. (laughs) This is my life too. These are my kids too. I'm going to rise and fall where you fall. Mm -hmm. And I think men have to understand that when women are coming to you and saying, I don't mind you leading, but we can check in and see where are you? Right. And I would say for a lot of my friends that are married, because right now it is like everybody, like everybody <laughs> like, around me is right. married. <laughs> hey, that's hope. That's um, good. Like, people are still getting married. Yeah. I mean, maybe, you know. <laughs> but what I will say, and I, I see with what you and J, how you and Jay are with one another, and, and a lot of my other married friends, you have sort of like that state of the marriage kind right. of thing, like an address that you speak with one another, mm-hmm. that you communicate. And I think that's so important, but even in the dating part of it. And I don't think there is a lot of communication in dating. And part of it is because a lot of even Christian people are trying to have sex. And yeah, Josh told us the women trying to get them. (laughs) That ain't me. (laughs) (laughs) You not. Hey, go tell your story. Like you, you how many, uh, how long you you in there now? Because you're waiting. You're waiting. <laughs> it, hey, I've been there with you, right? I've been holding you down, yeah, yeah. and and I'm not, not with me because now, now I'm not in there with you. <laughs> no, I'm nowhere in there with you. But you get the accountability, right? You say, right. hey, I, I got I this dude I'm dating, a Christian. I call a lot. You call because you I, I da- you're dating Christians. You're yes. not dating a lot of non-Christian right. men, right? But then you get into these dating situations with them, and yes, they are trying to sleep with you right away. Oh yeah. That's so disheartening. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. And I do think that, like, the point that was made last week about, like, the sex and intimacy and not knowing the difference, like, I do think that is an issue in dating. Right. Because, honestly, it's way easier, in my opinion, to give of your body before you give of, like, your, like, any other vulnerabilities. Like, it is easier to do that. And so when you allow someone really to like you let them in and you let them get to know who you are, you communicate who you are, what your like what your morals are, your integrity, like all of those different things. When you talk about that, like you're opening yourself up in a way that is I mean, it makes you vulnerable. Right. And I do agree. I don't think many men or women like to do that right because we talked about that. You know, (laughs) we had our conversations with that. I was like, hey, you're going to have to give your vulnerability to a man and you're like i'm i'm gonna try it i'm I'm gonna go ahead and then you tried that you know and and it's like 
But not but, with that one. Because he wasn't ready. He <laughs> right. was not ready exactly. to open up and do that. But, you know, what does that do over time? The way you feel about it, you know? I mean, over time, it just is like, you know what? I'm going to just book flights. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I'm being honest. You are probably one of the most fully living your life single people that I know. I love that about you. I'm yeah. like, man, dog, I ain't do half of that. Like when, when I was single, because you are still living your life, which oh, a lot yeah. of women do not know how to do. They don't know how to how to when the man is waiting to find me because as mm -hmm. Josh pointed out to us, you know, it says when a man finds like they're right. supposed to be finding and choosing. But you have those women that's out here chasing. They're not living their life. They're right. actually spending their life chasing men. I know women today who cannot be alone. They're in and out of relationships. You say, oh, well, what happened to, to Brian? Oh, Brian gone, but I'm dating Kevin tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Like they're on this like right. serious, and, and I'm saying, sis, are you ever alone like for a period right. of time to like process your life and what you really, because they end up dating the same man over and over again, mm -hmm. just different faces. Right, exactly. And different names. And they don't give themselves time to realize why am I pulling in the same dude? What energy, energy, energy. Are we put? Am I putting out there that I'm attracting the same man? Mm -hmm. But for you, you know, I think it's admirable because I do see you living your life and saying, God, when they come, they come. When that person comes, but you're not not being available, right? Right. You, I've you, gotten better. You've gotten because yeah, we had the <laughs> conversation because you you do catch a lot of flights, and I'm like, you I gotta you gotta make flights. sure that you. But you could meet somebody I, yeah, catching flights. That's now. where I meet them. That, that you you can <laughs> meet them, and and I think you're doing a good job to make yourself available, and we've worked on you making yourself vulnerable. True. Because mm -hmm. here's another thing. And I'm going to say this statement knowing that somebody's going to already in the comment section want to light me up. But I think that especially minority black women, we are raised to be men. And I want to process that, especially if you're in a single home and sometimes not a single home. Mm -hmm. The woman in the home is dominant, very dominant. And a lot of black women will tell the daughters, make sure you have your own money. Make sure that you're strong. Make sure you do this. Then they're raising us to not need a man, to be honest. Mm -hmm. They're raising us to really not need one to the point where when we start dating, it's kind of difficult because I did build up myself, all of my confidence, all of my money, all of my education. Where does the man fit? How do I then really pass that over mm -hmm. and submit when I've been raised to be my own provider and protector. So I, I understand your point. I think my experience is a little bit different. Okay. Um, my mom was the breadwinner. That's why I can kind of agree with what you're saying, but mm -hmm. there were a lot of things that my dad and my sibling, my brothers did that I did not have to do. Mm -hmm. And I do not expect to do <laughs> like even, yeah. you know, like, so for you, it's not I hard to is, submit. Oh, it's not for no. you. That wouldn't, uh -huh. but a lot of the single women out here, I think when I see them challenging being with men and not knowing the benefit of a man, I think some women don't even know the benefit. I agree. And I think that a point was made last week. A lot of, a lot of women, a lot of men, even like they have those daddy issues, mama issues. Like we've talked about mm -hmm. this a lot, how everything goes back to childhood. Right. And I know like, I know my issues in terms of <laughs> what goes back to my childhood. And it right. is, it's that provider, like, 
thing and it goes it's, it's way deeper way longer than a 30 minute podcast but um <laughs> but i think that a lot of people kind of they they like women they get onto this independent lifestyle and you know we got all these songs about it they told um, us to be listen i stopped singing them songs right and then the men it's, it's, then the it's men start making songs for us the i d i n d e i don't even sing that no more i I'm want an independent it. I'm not what spelling it why no. am i independent and with you why i don't understand it's supposed to be a partnership a team right is that what this is? <laughs> but how do you build a child up, a woman, a girl for so long, telling her right. to be strong, have her all her stuff, and then again, how am I gonna connect with a man and know, well, what is his part? Right. What is his value? Mm -hmm. um, did did you grow up hearing a lot of positive things about Mel? You probably did. Oh, I don't. I did. I, but you have those women that didn't. That didn't. They yes. heard negative things said about men. They heard right. men, you know, women really not involving them mm -hmm. in a lot of things. So for that woman, how does she really get along? And I think that's where the going from relationship to relationship and all of those different things come in. Um, I honestly probably... I'm I'm opposite of a lot of people because I had the love of my father. Like right. I have the love of my brothers. Me and my brothers are so close, mm -hmm. like my siblings and I, all of us. But like a lot of people don't experience that kind right. of love. And I think when you don't, especially as a woman, somebody that's needing to be the comforter, the advocate, like, mm -hmm. you know, like go get that book. Right. Um, but <laughs> somebody that's needing to be the comforter, the advocate and all of those different things, you're seeking that out from the usually it's going to be it's going to be the man like right. you want that from a male you want to feel protected you want to feel like you can nurture somebody right and so when you're going out there most men all they want for nurturing is sex, sex. yeah <laughs> and so that's and nothing where, wrong with it in marriage because i tell right, the women right. you know that's what they want when you're in marriage but I, it, it seems to me that you know what you can give. You know that you're the oh, yeah. helper. You know what that means when God calls the woman to be a helper in all that she is. But you don't want to just give that to anybody. No. And I think that's why God has protected me. Like, mm. And I think I, I know that's why I'm still single at this point, because I have not met that individual that was going to like be my covering on this earth. Like, right. like be who God has called him to be for me, you know? Right. I, and I know that's why that has happened. And, and like, I know I've done the work. I've mm -hmm. done everything that I've needed to do. And thank God for people like you in my life that keep me encouraged on that. Yeah, um, you, I'm, I'm saying, cause I know you're a prayer warrior. I know when, when that man comes, you know exactly what to do. Mm -hmm. You know what to do. And there's a lot of Christian women out here that know what they want to bring into a man's life right so when they see these um projects the way i call them like where a man is not connected to the lord he's not handling his finances he's not handling his health mm -hmm. he's not you know handling his trauma why should women have to I mean, it's true. And I used to be one of those like project. Oh, it's a project. He'll be better, you know, but. Um, <laughs> no, there but, are some non-negotiable because a lot are. of people are telling women throw away your list. Right. I am not a person that tells you to throw no. away your whole list. Mm -hmm. Not the whole list. Now, I mean, the superficial stuff on, on the list. Stuff. Yeah, I got you on some it's stuff. It's just one thing. I don't know. That man may not be <laughs> six foot. <laughs> 
<laughs> now some of this stuff, I'm like, no, y'all got to come off of it because some of it is superficial. Let's admit. I don't say six four. I say taller than me. Taller than you. That's okay, that I we didn't brought it down because it record. used to be. I know. But it's, it's, you know. that type of stuff, <laughs> yes, we might have to get away with. But no, I do true. think there's it some stuff that should be a non-negotiable. Oh, yeah. His relationship with the That's Lord. The number one. Because mm -hmm. my husband and I, I would tell anybody, there's a lot we just did not know about each other till marriage. Right. And we dated five years mm -hmm. before we got married because we were just young. It's some conversations that won't come up until you get married. There's some conversations won't come up until we have the children. So you right. never know your everything about your spouse. But what I did know, he loved the Lord and I loved the Lord. Right. I knew that at the end of the day, we understood what grace was, what mercy mm -hmm. was, meaning when we are messing up in those first five years of marriage, we gave grace. Right. And so when you're dating, you got to really look at a man's heart to see, does he have grace? Does he have exactly integrity? That. Yeah. Does he have the character of Christ? Mm -hmm. And I don't think that's a lot to, to ask for. I don't for. think it's a lot to ask for at all, which is why I will not settle. Amen. Amen. And I don't think you have to. Right. I, and mm -hmm. Ladies. And mm -hmm. I don't think you have to because I'm, I'm telling you as a marriage counselor, I've seen tragedies with women who settled. They saw all the red flags. And let me fix that a little bit because some of them were used to so much dysfunction in mm -hmm. their family from other men. They didn't even see them at red flags. Right. Like I want to say that to some of you women today That's that true. you feel like I did see some stuff and I hooked up with this man anyway. Let me help you to give grace to yourself it wasn't a red flag to you because you were used to the dysfunction. Men in your life had those dysfunctions. You saw your father mistreat your, your mother. You saw the men cheating on the women. So when you dated this guy and you saw those same habits, it was actually familiar. It didn't even send a red flag because mm -hmm. that's all you saw was a dysfunctional relationship. You saw dysfunctional patterns from these men. So I want you to give yourself grace for the wrong choices, for linking yourself up to these people, because a lot of you are beating yourself over the head and you're still taking mistreatment, right. even in some of these marriages, because you're like, I chose them. Uh-uh. You chose them because of what you were used to, the traumas you had gotten accustomed to. So they were actually comfortable to you. Yes, some of you married your daddies. You married the abusive people in your mm -hmm. life. So give yourself grace. But a lot of people are not picking up on the red flags. Right. Because they're not red flags. Well, because they but turn we pink. But we should. Yeah, they turn pink. Sex. Like I said, <laughs> they turn pink because sex got in there and there was another benefit. But I'm telling you, single women, don't give in. Mm -hmm. Don't settle. Because you could marry the wrong person and it'd be hell on earth. It could literally be hell on earth. Right. It could kill your spirit. It could make you sick in your body. Wait on the Lord. I know you're like, Tara, I've been waiting forever, <laughs> but I will tell you, you are waiting in peace. Truth. Yes. You're waiting in yes, peace. That's, that's very Because you can settle <laughs> and be in hell. Yes. So, Bex, is there anything you would want to say to Christian brothers? Because Josh, you know, he dropped the last two. He said, ladies, be a little bit more available. Make sure you get your healing. What are you saying I mean, to definitely, the brothers out here to find? Definitely healing. Like, I think there are some significant traumas that like men have not dealt with. Um, so I think that's the same on both sides, but definitely go get your healing, get a counselor, like get a friend. Like a lot of them don't have the male friends that actually have conversations, mm. like have conversations with your male friends, like really talk to each other, 
about real things. And I think that like that's probably the biggest thing I the mentorship. Yes. That's that's important. And I don't think there there is a lot of that. Right, right, right. Mm -hmm. Um, because a lot of men do not get mentors. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's unwise. I mean, that's every unwise. church group and all that, the small group I'm in right now, it's a man and a woman, husband and wife. And they're like, if y'all got some men, please just bring them to the small group. And, and that's just, I feel like that's prevalent everywhere. It's everywhere. Mm -hmm. It's everywhere. So Christian men, <laughs> if you were looking for that good thing, they are still out there. Don't, don't be discouraged. <laughs> the women are out there. I think I'm just going to have a mixer. I'm just going to find all the people that's doing right, loving Jesus, um, got their life together and have a mixer. Like a we fish might, fry? You want to yeah. do a fish fry? I might do a fish fry and I think I'm gonna bring I used to do that so much but I'm gonna bring all my single folks that got sense now if you ain't got sense I'm checking you at the door you gotta show me you already saw a therapist and then you can Thank come you. on in and we're gonna bring you she is one Hey, come come through, come through. So, Bex, thank you so much Thanks for, for sharing me. your side, uh, uh, the females, um, you know, perspective of this conversation. Because I know it's ghetto out there. It's I'm ghetto. so glad that I'm, I'm married. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I, I tell y'all all the time. You do. You say stay married. <laughs> <laughs> you say it all the time. Hey, y'all, stay married. I am. I am. Because I'd have done a lot of work on that one. And um, I'm not going to give them up for somebody to get my finished work. <laughs> so uh, this has been Tara Body and Rebecca Taylor for God in Therapy. Thank you. Thank you.